Broadcasting live from the RNR studios in Las Vegas, Nevada. It's the premier destination for an inside look into the Las Vegas Raiders. You're in the huddle with Vinny Bonsignor. Presented by Tequila Embajador. And welcome back, Raider Nation, to Inside the Huddle right here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Damon Cotton behind the wheels of steel. Your boy Q holding it down for Vinny Bonsignor, who is vacationing right now in Italy. He's out there getting some R&R with the family, so not mad at that. Vinny will be back next week, so I'm going to hold it down the rest of the week for Vinny. And uh, also this morning, did a little bit of double duty. Held it down for Pritch and Clay, and it was Q and Hondo. (laughs) Or Hondo and Q, whatever you want to say. There was no Pritch, there was no Clay. Uh, Again, it's something I've been stressing quite a bit, the fact that uh, football season's right around the corner, and I'm telling you that uh, it's going to be all hands on deck once training camp opens uh, opens up on the 27th for the Raiders. So uh, everyone's getting a little bit of rest in, a little relaxation. JT the Brick, he's been out. Today is his last day of vacation. He'll be back tomorrow. Uh, So they're excited about having JT back. And again, we will go full throttle. But we're going to go full throttle this afternoon in the huddle here. Again, Raider Nation Radio 920. Got a lot coming up on today's show, including tickets. Going to be giving out some tickets that I was actually supposed to give out these tickets this morning, but it just didn't happen because we had a lot of calls on the Raider Nation listener line, and so I didn't want to interrupt that. So Battle for Vegas, the tickets for that uh, charity softball event that's going on at the Las Vegas ballpark coming up this Saturday. Team Marcus Allen and uh, and then the Golden Knights team as well. The Las Vegas Golden Knights team, Riley Smith, he's going to be the team captain of that. They're going to be squaring off against each other on Saturday, and we have tickets for you. So uh, coming up. I'll say maybe at the end of this hour. The end of this hour, we'll we'll open it up and uh, we'll give out a pair of these tickets. Uh, very excited about that and uh, always like giving stuff away. Plus, love hearing from Raider Nation. So coming up on the show today, before we give out any tickets to the event, why not talk to one of the captains from the event? <laughs> How about that? How about that, Damon? How about we bring in one of the captains of the event? And when I say one of the captains, I think it's a name that a lot of Raider Nation is going to recognize. How about a Hall of Famer? How about Marcus Allen? Marcus Allen is going to join the show coming up at 4.30. How about that, DeMond? Man, I'm excited, man. I haven't had him on the show before, man. This is this. Is- well, that's what you do sometimes, man. You just got to, you know, you just got to you gotta come in the studio and just got to make things happen. All right, Q, you're making things happen. Nah, not, we're making things happen. We're making, we're things, making happen. things happen. Yeah, I'll take a little credit for this, even though I did nothing. Yeah, Hey, hey man, this. look, don't ever tell nobody that. Nobody knew that until you said that. I know, right? I told you know what myself. I mean? Like, you I gave your own cover-up. I told him myself, but it's cool. You did. You did. So uh, Marcus Allen, very excited to have the Hall of Famer join us to talk about the charity event. Talk about, you know, it's the second year running. It's, it's very important, first of all, to be active in the community. The Raiders, very active in the community. It's something that even though I've only been here a couple of weeks, something I've seen a lot of already, including this weekend on Saturday, they were actually uh, participants in a coach's clinic that was going on at Lincoln High School in, uh, in Henderson. And, you know, it's not like John Gruden was out there or Tom Cable was out there, but the Raiders helped put this thing together so local high school coaches, uh, junior junior high coaches. I mean, all these different uh, young youth coaches across the, the the 702 were present and able to to learn some some coaching knowledge from some of the best in the business, some that have coached up professionals, some that have coached up players that have gone on to play D1 ball. Just a lot of good stuff, and including including one person that was represented there that I thought was great uh, from Inter- Intermountain Healthcare Center was uh, Dr. Tony Komochi. He was there, and he was talking about mental health and I know a lot of times someone will hear mental health and just say, uh, well, I'm cool. Like, I, I don't have no issues. But look, there's mental health is a real deal conversation. It's something that I think was probably swept under the rug for far too long. And now 
I think the conversation is open in a major, major way. And so uh, Dr. Tony Komochi was there and he was talking about mental health and, and just different signs that you could see even as early as, you know, eight or nine year old kids that are out there participating in in uh, football and youth sports as well. And, you know, just sometimes we got to pay attention. And when I say pay attention, I mean really pay attention to the youth and to our kids and to see what's going on in their life because they could have something going on. There could be an issue going on at school. There could be an issue going on with their team that we're not quite aware of. And we just think, oh, everything's good. We're, oh, everything's good. Little Johnny's on his way to practice. Little Johnny did this. Little Johnny did that. But sometimes little Johnny needs a little bit more attention and, and needs to – you know, maybe express himself a little bit and say something that's going on. And so uh, really good conversation. I was able to sit in on it, and uh, I thought it was great. Uh, Dr. Komochi did a, a really good job kind of breaking it down. I talked to a couple coaches afterwards, and they said, hey, man, that was really helpful because I have this player on my team that, hey, you know what? I might be able to go back and have a conversation with that young man. You know, and so that, I think, was worth the price of admission right there, which it was free, by the way. But – you know, just just saying that I think it was worth the price of admission just just to show up and, and hear that from uh, Dr. Komochi. So actually, you'll hear from him later on in the show as well. 525, we have him scheduled uh, to, to join the show. And, and what I mean by that is I was able to record about a four or five minute interview with him on Saturday morning at Liberty High School. So you'll hear that conversation about 525 in between Marcus Allen and Dr. Komochi. You'll hear from Sam Gordon. Sam Gordon's going to join the show from the Las Vegas Review Journal. We'll talk all things, man. Olympics. That's right around the corner. It's a lot going on with the Olympics, man. I mean, there's athletes, and I hate this. You know, obviously, COVID uh, ruined the Olympics last year. There were no uh, Olympic games, so it got pushed back a year. And the Olympics is something that I get it fired up. And, Demond, I don't know how fired up you get for the Olympics, but the summer Olympic games are awesome to me. Just awesome. Oh, I love them because it's for you. I wish that we cared about these sports more than every four years, but it's so good to just see, man, gymnastics, track and field. Those are sports where it's like, man, they yes. are such incredible athletes. And for four years, like the spotlight, they get their spotlight, and it's good for them. It, it really is. And the thing about it is that with COVID and everything that's been popping up, and we know that if you're paying attention to anything, if you turn on the news for about five minutes, you'll see that, you know, in, in Tokyo and even here, I mean, it, it's the, the numbers are, are increasing. And so a lot of the athletes that are supposed to participate in the Olympics. They're dropping out. They're not being able to because of health and, and safety protocols. And anytime I hear health and safety protocol, I just cringe because I know what that means. That means, well, it's COVID. Yeah, and Sam, he'll be able to tell us because even with the U.S. men's basketball team, men's and women's, they were here in Vegas, you know, doing mm -hmm. all of their um, basically exhibition games. But you got players like I think so he'll be able to give us an exact name. But I think it's Bradley Bill. Like he's, he's oh, not yeah. going to be able to travel with right. the team because, oh, health and safety protocol. He'll still be able to go to Tokyo, but just not with the team as they leave later this week. Right, exactly. So there's a lot of uh, health and safety protocols, and I say that in air quotes, that is impacting the the Olympics. And so we'll talk to Sam about uh, the, the, the men's and women's basketball teams. Uh, there's a lot of Las Vegas aces that are being represented in the Olympics. So that's going to be really, really cool. And I, I'm, I'm telling you, man, I'm excited about the aces. And I know I haven't been able to make myself uh get to a game yet and i know that they're not playing right now but uh, i was trying to get to a game before the break and they were playing the phoenix mercury and me coming from central texas we covered baylor so uh britney griner is someone that i covered for plenty of years know her very well and so i thought hey this is a great great i'll go to this game you know i think it was a saturday I was like, i'll go check out this game maybe it was a friday who knows what day it was but either way i thought i'm gonna go check out this game and I couldn't get in. <laughs> I couldn't get in. I mean, they're obviously yeah, they're they have only their letting in season ticket holders. So right, far. exactly. Season ticket holder. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and so, of course, I'm not knowing, but I roll into town thinking, "Hey, man, I'm gonna go check out this Aces game." No, you're not, Q. 
No, you're not. So that's just, you know, what it is. But at some point, I will make my way to a Las Vegas Aces game because, uh, I mean, one, they're a really, really good team. Uh, I love the the fact that they're supported so much by the community. I love the people that roll out there to the games. And like you said, the season ticket holders are there. But if you just kind of watch the game on TV – and you look around the perimeter of just the court itself. You see who's sitting courtside. You know, I like to do that uh, at NBA games anyway. Just kind of watch the, who's at the courtside, who's there at the games. Uh, you know, at the, as a matter of fact, the NBA Finals, we just saw LeBron and his bottle of tequila. I don't know how that works. I guess you got to have He's a, LeBron. I guess you got a special pass. Yeah, yeah. I guess uh, I guess you get a special pass. You get, bring your own brand of tequila into the game. But, you know, he was at the game for the uh, NBA Finals that Phoenix is now down 3-2 to two in, in their series. But uh, I always like to kind of people search and, and kind of look to see who's sitting courtside and so if you do that when when the las vegas aces are on tv you'll see you'll see a lot of folks out there representing and and you know really backing up the the WNBA and the aces and so i, I always think that that's really cool so at some point i might not be the guy sitting courtside you know you got to do it i mean like maybe you know maybe talk to mark davis a little bit try to get those courts yeah i mean no problem right yeah, no yeah, problem like, hey. i mean i rolled up to the facility and i and and impromptu conversation with john gruden so why not just have an impromptu conversation with mark davis too right you, you got to turn your mic on. There yeah, you go. Yeah, exactly. Man, this button, <laughs> the button gets stuck, man. The well, I mean, sometimes stuck. you just got to be, you know. The button gets stuck, man. You just want to keep it on. You know, I can't. No, man, because, you know, you'll catch my Snickers. You'll catch me. You know, you might catch me breathing too heavy. Can't have it happen. Oh, man, you got to you gotta be able to roll with the punches, homeboy. All right, I got you. But, man, you, you, just <laughs> ask, you just ask Mark Davis, you know, like, hey, man, I see you at courtside every game. You got to guess with you sometimes. I you mean, know, you're on I the team, so, yeah. <laughs> you could, you could be, yeah, you could just be that person where it was um, Andrea Kramer from Real Sports was there a couple Couple home games ago, but then like people could be like, "Nah, that's Q Myers right there next to Mark Davis, uh, you know, just uh, chatting it up." Yeah, just they go back like the Commodores. Yeah, right? man, be like, "Man, is that Q? No, 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 forget about <laughs> Mark. Is that Q?" <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. That sounds real good. But either way, some some point I will make my way to uh, to uh, Las Vegas Aces game. So that's the guest that we have coming up on the show. Uh, coming up in about ten, about twenty minutes, we'll have Marcus Allen, Hall of Famer. He's going to join us to talk about the Battle for Vegas, the charity softball game, of course. Of course, it wouldn't be right if we didn't uh, talk some Raiders football with them as well as training camp is right around the corner. Sam Gordon from the Las Vegas Review-Journal. He'll join us at 5, and then you'll hear my four- or five-minute conversation I had with Dr. Tony Kamochi coming up at 5.30. Now, I like to bring a topic to the show every single day. Uh, I, I like to just kind of do that, and it doesn't necessarily have to be you know, a thought-inducing in, in, in conversation. It doesn't have to be you know super, super deep conversation like this morning we were talking about sitting at a sports bar and if you could sit at a sports bar and talk with any Raider past or present, you know, who would it be that, that, I mean, just simple question like that. You know, if you just were in a sports bar type setting, who would that conversation be with? And we had some great answers. You know, we had Al Davis, of course, uh, heard Art Shell. Uh, let's see who else we had. Marcus Allen, who's going to be coming up on the show. Heard Bo Jackson. I mean, just heard so many different Raiders. So, of course, that's that's one of the questions that I'd like to kind of continue and just roll that out there as well. If you could sit at a sports bar, if you can go over to the M Resort and just chill and sit with any of the Raiders right now or any, like I said, past Raider, present Raider, doesn't matter. Passed away Raider. You know, there was all kinds of different guys that, I mean, Cliff Branch was brought up, you know, and unfortunately Cliff Branch is no longer with us. Should be in the Hall of Fame, but he's not no longer with us. But that's even, you know, that that's even valid. That's valid because you can you can ask that question. Like, who you know, who would you want to talk to if you had, you know, 15, 20 minutes? I mean, you can have a deep conversation if you really want to. But if you just have 15, 20 minutes, if you're sitting there having lunch one day and so-and-so just rolls up next to you and you just start chopping up. And I don't know about you, but that happens to me all the time. I can go anywhere and not be with anybody. I could go anywhere by myself and I'll leave 
having a great conversation. Like that's my homeboy. Exactly. I do it all the time. It's nothing to me. Like I, I that's that's actually my. I, sometimes I prefer to do that <laughs> instead of going with someone somewhere. I'd rather just go hang out. And by the time I leave, I'm I'm talking, I'm chopping it up, I'm I'm hanging out doing my thing. Probably never going to see that person again. But for like that 45 minutes, is like when you were just eating, eating your food. Yeah. But, ooh, that guy. Oh, oh. Doc, I got I got sucked into we a turn the town up one day. Doc, I got sucked into a soccer conversation one day, and I'm not a soccer guy. But I was sitting there at the sports bar having lunch. This was before I even started here. I had just got to town. I went to have lunch, and and there was a guy who came busting in the door right when the like the place opened up. He's like, man. England's on, turn it on. And he came in juiced, right? Like he came in like, Pac, I'm coming through the door black. You know what I mean? Like just fired up. <laughs> it's coming home. You that, know, yeah, he, like, that he energy. Ready. You know, he just came through the door with that energy. And he's like, man, England's on, put him on. And so he had so much energy and so so much fire about it. I thought, yeah, England's on, turn it on. You know, so I, I got sucked into the to the match. I can't remember who they were playing. Was um, this against Italy? Was this when they lost? No, into, no. Okay. No, I think they won this one. Because it ended up going to uh, overtime, and I think they won this one. It was a couple weeks back. Okay, so it was, still the Euros, but okay. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. But anyway, it was, it was, it was, it didn't even matter. It could have been, you know, it could have been Pop Warner. It could have been, you know, what I mean, it could have yeah. been like my little Johnny Soccer Club that he goes to on Saturday morning. The energy that my man came through the door with is what sucked me in. It wasn't even the game. It was the fact that he was so fired up. That's what got me going. That's what got me saying, I need to be watching this. And then he's. This is the greatest thing ever. You watch the Super Bowl, and he starts going, you know, he starts talking about the Super Bowl and all these other events, and I'm just, yeah. Like, I, I was the best co-signer ever. We there. Yeah. We I'm in like, here. We in this thing, you know? So I was, yeah, I was fired up. That was some good stuff. That was some really good stuff. So uh, that dude ended up becoming my friend because I was watching it, and then it's so funny, before the match was over, he bounced. And I was like, wait, hold on. Every TV is on, and matter of fact, the sound was even on. He got them to turn the sound on. And you know that's something. You know, usually sports bars, they'll put on the sound for, for the some, big games. For the big, big games. But he had the juice to get them to put that on. And then he bounced. He was like, yeah, this has been good, man, but I got to get out yeah, of here. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, wait, hold on. They're like, he's on his lunch. I said, like, there is no lunch. Not with the, not, he just he just convinced me that England's on and damn it we need to be watching. He just came for a good thirty minutes. He just like, came right, for man. a good thirty minutes, or else maybe my conversation. He just got tired. He's like, all right, man, this dude's ruining my vibe on this game. I gotta go. I don't know. wasn't really me, but he man, it was so funny. He he just he just rolled. But it was that kind of conversation that got me fired up to even watch it because I wouldn't have been watching. I probably would have watched. I don't know whatever was on. The ESPN Classic reruns that they'll be playing Something, sometimes, and you're just yeah. like, man, you like. Is this game live? And he's like, it's got to be, because why would this SEC football game be on right now? Right, exactly. I mean, just, just you know, just some random stuff like that. But uh, so, yeah, I definitely want to want to continue that conversation and, and uh, you know, just let us know who you would like to talk to. If you could have an opportunity to talk to anyone in a sports bar type setting, you know, anything goes, nothing's on the records, nothing. You're not reporting anything. You're just a dude. They're just a dude. And you're just chopping it up. So if it's an all-time great, would you rather just ask like those personal questions about like their time playing? Because I feel like if I tried to actually ask them about the game, it'd be way over my head because they're seeing it on a different level. Like, oh, so like you know, try to break down like this cover three difference between a cover four <laughs> for me, and it'd be and they'd be like talking on a level I can't comprehend because I'm just not I don't know football on that type of level. So then like it'd just be me asking about like. Tell me about that play. Well, or your favorite time, like you know, you know what, what I think? Because I couldn't, I couldn't like match up with Charles Woodson talking about football. So then it would just be. But me you know, I think you could asking him about his career. I think you could 
match up with them. And this is why I say this. I think you can match up with them in a conversation as long as you decide that you're just going to do you. You're just going to be you. You're not going to try to break it down from a guy who has lived and died football and, you know, like you said, cover three, cover four, you know, what's cover two, you know, what do they mean when they're yelling in, 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 what is, you know, I mean, if you don't try to be coach and you just try to be demand, I think the conversation's fine because all you can ever be in is life is you. You can never be someone else, right? You can never go on and say, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to, I learned this, these, uh, I learned these phrases and everything in the huddle. You, you couldn't do that. If you sat there next to Seawood and you were like, man, Charles, how cool was it to be a Heisman Trophy winner? How cool was it to beat out Peyton Manning as a Heisman Trophy winner? How cool was it to be, you know, a part of the Silver and Black, drafted uh, by the Silver and Black? How cool was it to be in the league that long? I think that conversation is valid. It's not, it's not nothing, it's no complicated questions, but it's your questions. Your questions work. All right, Gangster Raider, we got you on. What you got? Hey, I just want to. My answer to that question is uh, two people I want to sit down to and uh, talk to is Al Davis and Don King. You know, say I want to sit down and talk football and building something with um Al Davis and just talk about life and how to um how how Al Davis. I mean, how Don Don King sees business and his money relationships with people. I would love to talk to them too, Don King and Al Davis. Hello. Yeah, no, I, I couldn't. I couldn't hear anything. I don't know what happened. I couldn't hear anything. Uh, the gangster raider said, "Tamon, could you hear him?" Yeah, yeah. He said um, his um, answer would be Al Davis. Okay, and that was it. I, I don't know where, why I couldn't hear him. I couldn't hear anything. But that's okay. That's all right. We'll we'll, we'll work through it. He said Al Davis and Don King. <laughs> okay, Al Davis and Don King. That'd be a hell of a combination. But Don King wasn't a raider. But I get it. I get it. That's a that's a good combination. But uh, Gangster Raider, thank you for starting us off right there. Uh, definitely appreciate that. Hitting us up at 702-365-9200. Uh, apparently, I just have something on this end. I, I literally, I could hear you, but I couldn't hear. I couldn't and hear. I could hear Gangster Raider. I couldn't hear the caller in my ears. So it's it's. But it's all good. Like I said, we'll 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 work uh we'll work it out. It, it ain't no thing. We'll we'll figure it out. Uh, quick, fast, in a hurry because we got Marcus Allen coming up at four thirty, and there will not be a, a chance that I don't hear him. So. Somehow, we'll get that figured out. But uh, you could also hit us up on the Sam and Ash text line at 69187. Keyword is R&R. Hit up Sam and Ash at SamandAsh.com. And make sure you hit them up because you deserve what's right. Sam and Ash. Again, the Sam and Ash text line 69187. Keyword is R&R. Make sure you use a keyword because I was giving out the text line and I wasn't, uh, I wasn't giving out the keyword. So that was, that was not good. So we got to make sure that we do that because I need to know exactly who is texting us and what they're saying. So hit us up again. Keyword is R&R69187. Of course, you can keep those calls coming for the next about 10 minutes until we get Marcus Allen on the phone. 702-365-9200. This is In the Huddle. Your boy Q holding it down for Vinny Bonsignor on Raider Nation Radio 920. Interact with the show. Text Vinny at 69187 or tweet at him at Vinny Bonsignor. This is In the Huddle with Raiders beat writer Vinny Bonsignor on Raider Nation Radio 920 AM. In about uh, less than 10 minutes, we'll have Hall of Famer, Hall of Fame running back, Marcus Allen, join the show. We'll talk about the Battle for Vegas charity softball event going on at Las Vegas Ballpark coming up on Saturday. Right after we talk to Marcus, I'll be giving out a pair of those tickets to see the Battle for Vegas. So if you want to win those tickets, all you got to do is continue to listen to Raider Nation Radio 920. If you want to buy them, you can go to Ticketmaster right now and get them. It's a family event. I think you should definitely be out there 
this upcoming Saturday. I had an opportunity to go out to the Aviators game on Saturday. That's a heck of a ballpark. Uh, I'm trying to do as much as possible since I'm in town. If I'm going to be here, I might as well enjoy the town, right? So I'm going out to every event that's going on, uh, trying to be at every event that's going on. And, man, uh, that Las Vegas ballpark is a heck of a place. And so the Aviators, it was uh, Saturday night. They were playing the the El Paso Chihuahuas, and they blew them out. It was a heck of a victory. I know they, they fell yesterday and lost, but uh, they got another game coming up this evening. And so that's that's a nice little venue. Got a nice swimming pool out there. How I many minor league parks has a swimming pool out there in uh, you know right center field? Uh, got to shout them out for that. That's a, that's a really, really cool spot. So that's where the the event's going to be, the Battle for Vegas, and we have tickets coming up after we talk to Marcus Allen. You know, one thing I saw before we started the show today, and a couple people tweeted it at me as well, and I do appreciate when you tweet at me. You can tweet at the station, at R&R 920 AM. You could also tweet at me, at your boy Q254. I uh, always appreciate getting any kind of feedback, uh, and especially sometimes you might see something that I don't see. And it was funny, ESPN ranked the Raiders, and now, of course, I don't remember exactly what it was, but it, they ranked them really bad as far as their front office. And all these rankings, especially in the offseason, there's always a bunch of rankings, always a bunch of guys writing up articles just trying to, trying to you know, get clicks and do what they want to do. But what I noticed from, and not guys, you know, our local guys, not guys from, you know, the Las Vegas Review Journal, not guys from, you know, the Athletic and not guys like that. But, you know, you see guys, that the National Cats, the, the ESPNs that are, are, are watching – Every team, and I say every team in air quotes, but they're doing it from a distance. It's just really easy to kind of just make a, a quick jump and a quick conclusion to to a you know a scenario. And so uh, this, and of course now I don't have the exact words, but oh yeah, I do. Here it is. Um, Ismail said, "Hey Q, uh, ESPN ranked the Ra- Raiders 28th on their future power rankings, um, projecting the next few seasons." And it's it's funny. I mean, you can think what you want to think about the Raiders front office. You don't have to agree with everything they do. You don't have to agree with anything they do. I just find it funny to to be able to project the front office a few seasons out. Yeah, I mean, that that to me, I thought, how do you project the front office a few seasons out when this season hasn't even happened? You haven't even judged what has happened this year. So all the decisions that the article is saying that the front office made a bad decision on, what if, I don't know, heaven forbid, <laughs> the Raiders go out and have a really good season and all those decisions that they say were bad decisions turn out to be good decisions. Then then how does that change your rankings for the next two years? So I don't really know how you how you rank a team front office, not just the team, but the front office. Now I know that there's some organizations that have had front offices that are really, really good for a very long time. I get that. But it's just to me, it's just strange when you go out there. And this is why I say it's just kind of one of those filler articles and they're just they're just doing what they got to do. How do you rank a front office a couple years out? That's uh, kind of strange for me. But, I mean, again, it is what it is. So uh, that, that's one of those that we'll get to at some point. All right, Raider Dave in Denver, and I like how he prefaced it. He said, can I get on real quick before Marcus? <laughs> yeah, you can. <laughs> Raider Dave, what's on your mind, dude? Hey, at least I said Marcus was the greatest Raider. So there you go. That you know, a boy. Hey, as, as interesting as it was, as fun as it, as it would be, to play a foursome of golf with Carr and Rice and Tim Brown or some of these guys that do like to play golf, or as interesting as it would be to listen to the stories of Sistrunk and Hendricks and Alzado, man, I just, my dream was always to shoot a game of pool with Ken Stabler, man. Good stuff. That's it. That's yeah. the guy to hang out with in the pool hall, <laughs> Ken Stabler. Yes, absolutely, the snake, no doubt about it. He would definitely uh, entertain you. 
he would definitely give you some really good conversations uh, and, and tell you some stories that you probably couldn't even imagine. I, I can only imagine what those locker rooms with the snake were like uh, back in the day. So, uh, yeah, that would be a good dude to definitely hang out with. Uh, thank you so much for that call. We definitely appreciate you. And thank you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And that, that's, as good as, that's as good as it gets right there. And so we are uh, expecting to hear from uh, Marcus Allen any second now. I always get a little nervous when guys are going to call in because you just, you know, you just hope that either they remember or the connection's correct or the number's correct. But I uh, do believe that we'll be joined any second now by Hall of Famer Marcus Allen. And I'm going to try to, at the end, try to get him to do a nice drop for the, the radio station, try to do a little impromptu there. What's up, my man? All right, we got another caller. We got Tuco in Sacramento. All right, what's on your mind real, real quick, my man? What's up, Q? Chilling. Uh, welcome to the Silver and Black. Nice. So, um... My my guy would be Steve Anusi. Okay. I'm a big dude. I like to down in the trenches. Um, but, but the most first and foremost would be Vince Cannon. Yeah. Because that was the time and era, was the best time to be a Red Fan. When him and Gruden up the fire and the passion that guy played with was unmatched up until this point. No quarterback has ever led the Raiders as Vince Cannon does the Raiders. Yes, good that's, one. That's my like that. Nice one. I like that, man. Nice one. Nice call out of Sacramento. We definitely appreciate you representing that 916 here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Now, without further ado, let's go out to the Raider Nation hotline and bring in Hall of Famer running back Marcus Allen. Welcome into the show, my man. How are you doing this afternoon? I'm doing very well. How are you guys doing? We are great. We're pleased to have you on the phone lines. We had just thrown out a question asking if you could sit down and talk to any Raider, past or present, just at a sports bar type setting or just off the record and just hang out for a few minutes and talk. Who would it be? And I'll tell you, and I don't think this should be a surprise to you, your name came up quite a bit. Marcus Allen, Marcus Allen, Marcus Allen. Lots of uh, Raider Nation would like to sit down and talk to you, and so we're, we're pleased to have you on the phone lines. And how excited and pumped up are you about this uh, charity softball event going down, the Battle for Vegas, this Saturday at Las Vegas Ballpark? Well, I'm looking forward to it. We had such an uh, outstanding time uh, last year. Um, it, was, it was great, but actually the year before. Uh, it was fantastic. Um, uh, it brought the community together. Uh, the Golden Knights were fantastic. The Raider players were great. Uh, the audience enjoyed it. I thought it was fantastic for the community. I just thought it was great. Yeah, and, and, and keep on speaking on that community because I, I've only been in town a few weeks, but I realize how active the Raiders are in this Las Vegas community. How important is that for them to be active like they are right now in the community? Well, I, I think it's re- very important, and I think they'll be embraced like uh, you won't believe. Um, you know, we saw the success with the Golden Knights and how the uh, the community, uh, the state, the city of Nevada got behind them and stuff. And, and, and we know that the Raiders and, uh, and the brand that they are, uh, what the what that will mean to the community. Um, you know, it's uh, Vegas. Vegas has been known for a lot of things, but sports is now becoming at the forefront. And the Raiders, I think, will be. Uh, at the head of that uh, that campaign of uh, sports capital, now it is it's going to be interesting to find out uh, you know when the fans are uh, you know going to come back this season and get to enjoy games and 
I think it's going to be absolutely crazy. Yeah, no, it really will. Allegiant Stadium is awesome. It's amazing uh, a building, and, and when the fans are able to enjoy it and be there firsthand, uh, they're going to have a really good time. We're talking right now with uh, Hall of Famer Marcus Allen here on Raider Nation Radio 920 talking about the Battle for Vegas charity softball event taking place this Saturday. And and Marcus, I mean, going back to high school and even before high school, when it comes to you, you, you could play every sport. You could play every position. How was your softball game? I never looked into your <laughs> softball game. How was your softball? game well i was actually a pretty good baseball player obviously softball is a different animal and stuff but uh, it's pretty much the same principles and stuff so uh i i enjoy it it's it's going to be a lot of fun i'm actually the uh i keep saying captain but i guess i'm the the, the coach of the team so <laughs> you know i get to draw up the lineups and stuff and put players uh uh, you know, out on the field, and you know, I'm you know, I'm a kind of an aggressive guy, so I'm going to be hitting and running. I'm going to do a lot of things like that, and we're and we're we're here to win too. That's right, just win, baby. We're not gonna we're not gonna mess around. <laughs> we're gonna, we're here to win. I know that's right. That's what you're supposed to do. Like I said, just win, baby. And, and Marcus, you you have uh, touchdown. Tim Brown is also on the on the staff, and so uh, now there's two there's two Hall of Famers, there's two Heisman Trophy winners. I mean, I don't know if they, if the Golden Knights if they can they can square up like that. I don't know if it's even <laughs> fair to have two Hall of Famers on the same team. <laughs> well, I know Tim Brown's a great athlete, uh, but I've never seen him play baseball, so it should be interesting, though. Know? <laughs> and I'm just trying to actually look at my uh, my lineup, and I think I'm put. Uh, Josh Jacobs at the uh, at the leadoff spot, so I think I'm gonna go with some speed and and some power. Nice, nice, and, and you know I'm I'm glad you brought up Josh Jacobs. He was a guy I was gonna ask you about. Once, ever since he was drafted by the Raiders, he was a guy that there's been a lot of comparisons. You know, he he has a lot of Marcus Allen game to him. And, and look, Marcus Allen is a Hall of Famer, as you very well know. I mean, it's it's hard to just go and throw that name there, but. When you watch Josh Jacobs go out there and compete, when you see him run 2,000-yard season so far since he's been in the league, what do you see from that young man? I love everything about him. I love the, uh, the uh, tenacity that he has. I love his approach. I love his focus. I love his dedication to the game. I know he wants to win, and uh, he's all in. And, and, and that's all you can ask for, a guy who really, really who's dedicated to his craft and wants to get better every single day. And uh, he always wants to improve, too. That's another uh, key uh, factor for me uh, that I think he's certainly headed in the right direction. How do you continue to improve as a, as a young running back? Like I said, 2,000-yard season so far under his belt. But how does he take his game from where it's at right now to the next level? Well, what you say to yourself was that was, that was good, but I got, you know, I got much more to give. Uh, you raise the level each and every single day. You challenge yourself each and every single day. Um, and the, the only person you really have to beat is yourself. I mean, that's, the, that's the, the, the person that you have to conquer, right? Every single day, you extend yourself further than you did yesterday. And that's how you get better and better and better. And obviously, you know, you don't rely on last year's stats. I mean, those, that, those happen. And you look back and reflect on those and you go like, okay, you know what? That was decent, but I can know I can do better. I can bring more to the table. I can bring more energy. I can do a better job. I can be a better teammate. He can do all those things, and I know he says that to himself, so I think he's going to be great. Talking right now with Marcus Allen here on Raider Nation Radio 920, talking about the Battle for Vegas charity softball event. We will be giving out tickets after we finish talking to Marcus here on the show. And uh, some of the players that you have on your team, not all of them, but, I mean, you have Max Crosby, Josh Jacobs we talked about, Jonathan Abram, Damon Arnett, Alec Ingold. I mean, you got some heavy hitters right there. Do you, do you have a guy that you're kind of looking at thinking, he might be my team MVP? Well, you know, frankly, I think all of them are MVPs. You know, that's why it's going to be uh, incumbent upon me to really sort of, uh, you know, put them in the right position, uh, you know, uh, 
defensively and obviously give them an opportunity to, uh, you know, to score a lot of runs. So i got to be smart in that regard because i got a lot of great players out there. Absolutely, absolutely. And, uh, Marcus, you're already a, a part of the fraternity that you can't never take someone take away from you, and that's the Hall of Fame. Tim Brown, he's in the Hall of Fame. Uh, we have two more guys as far as the, the Raider Nation goes, and that's Coach Tom Flores and Charles Woodson both going into the, the Hall of Fame this year. And also, I mean, a third, if you talk about uh, the violator, Wayne Mabry, super fan, he's going into the Hall as well. Uh, how special is it for you to see Coach Flores be inducted into the Hall of Fame? Well, Coach Flores is my guy. He really is. Um, I, I, I called him up and uh, almost, I almost cried. I shed a tear, to be honest with you, and stuff because he, you know, he's meant so much to me. And I appreciated the, you know, that he, he finally got in. You know, I, I, I wasn't thrilled that he, he waited uh, as long as he did, especially when, you know, you look at the numbers and his numbers are better than other, you know, coaches that are in. You know, so those are the things that obviously upset people and stuff. But uh, you know, I was thrilled. I, I couldn't be more happier. Uh, there's some other players, though, that, that belong in there. Cliff Branch, for, for example, uh, Lester Hayes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, you, name a DB better than Lester Hayes. Tell <laughs> right. me. I don't, I, I don't know. It's right. crazy. And, I- and, and Cliff Branch, the numbers he put up, um, you know, he should have been in. And he was, I think, uh, on the final ballot last year and didn't get in. And, and it just didn't make any sense. It just, right. n- none of it makes sense. No. Don't get me started on that stuff. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It doesn't make any sense. And we had John McClain from the Houston Chronicle on last week, and he's a he's a Hall of Fame voter, and he, he's been pounding the table for Cliff Branch. And he said, yeah, like you said, his his time it, it ran out. Now he's going to be on the senior ballot, so he's hoping that Cliff gets in that way. But it's, it's just a tough it's a, it's a tough pill to swallow right now because it's, it's past the stage of when he should have already been in. And he was a game changer, Marcus. He was just so special. Absolutely. Um, you know, I you talking about one guy that I wish I could talk to, um, uh, sit down and have a conversation with, and that would be Cliff Branch. Uh, missing, loving, uh, just an just an all around great guy. I I don't know if you know the story. I mean, I don't know if it's true or not, but as far as <laughs> Cliff and my father are concerned, I room with Cliff my rookie season, and um, played with him. You know, obviously, I don't know how many years, maybe twelve, I think, and um, I eventually. Uh, <clears throat> I think after we were done playing, my dad did some research and Cliff did some research, and we found out that we were cousins. Wow. And I room with him and didn't even know he was my cousin. So um, the fact that, you know, uh, that he is my cousin, uh, I know that's a little uh, partiality, but just being objective, mm-hmm. Cliff Rance. He belongs in the Hall of Fame. Absolutely, and he's not my cousin, but I, I will I will back that up 100%. He definitely deserves to be in, and it's a shame that he's not in. And, Marcus, like I said, that fraternity that is the Hall of Fame is just a different animal. It's one thing to get to the NFL. I'm not I'm not shaking a stick at that at all because that's an amazing accomplishment. But to have that gold jacket, something Mike Haynes told me that he wears it proud all the time because, well, it's a gold jacket. What does that mean to you to, to have that gold jacket and be a part of that fraternity? Well, you know what, frankly, to be honest with you, it means more uh, that I was able to uh, give that to my mom and dad more than anything else. You know, it was my way of saying thank you for everything that you've done for me. Um, yeah, I even look back, uh, you know, at the Super Bowl uh, that I played in and, you know, the fact that I was the MVP, uh, that was actually secondary to the fact that my parents got interviewed by Phyllis George. Wow. I mean, I just always wanted to put my, you know, my parents on the map and wanted to make them happy because I know, um, you know, they were clearly responsible for bringing me into this world. Uh, they, they had a job to do because I didn't decide to come here. You know, that was their decision. So they took care of me, but they did it with such love and, and, and 
alacrity and stuff and enthusiasm. So it's like, you know, when you, when you see your parents that uh, go out of their way um, over and above to make life better for you, it, it's just a great thing. It is, and it's humbling. It's very humbling, and and, and what a yes, great what a great answer. Uh, definitely uh, appreciate that answer. Talking right now with Marcus Allen here on Raider Nation Radio nine twenty, and going back to Coach Flores, what made him so special? What made him push the right buttons? Tom was a, <laughs> what was interesting about Tom was is that he he knew his players, and he knew um, who to talk to. He had strength in being quiet, um, and we knew obviously when you know when when Tom wanted to say something meaningful, uh, we listened, and 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 because he was such a quiet force, you know, and and sometimes you know people mistake you know being quiet as as as, as a weakness, but Tom had this 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 firmness and this calmness about him. We were never rattled because we looked at our coach. He was never rattled. I mean, granted, we had a bunch of veterans in the huddle, right? We had a bunch of veterans, right, that, you know, that had years and years of experience and stuff. But when you got a coach like Tom Flores, who never, I mean, I, 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 I don't know, with him for like, I don't know how many years I was with him and stuff, but I mean, I rarely even, you know, saw him get upset at anything, right? Wow. He was always cool, calm, and collected. And we knew that no matter the situation, right, when we looked over at our leader, you know, he never showed any distress at all. So why should we? Right. Absolutely. Good stuff. That's great stuff right there. Talking about Coach Tom Flores as he goes into the Hall of Fame this year. It's going to be a lot of fun. Canton, Ohio, cannot wait to see him. Charles Woodson, Wayne Mabry all go in as members of uh, the Silver and Black, uh, having that having that Raiders uh, on their chest. And and Marcus, for you, what what is it? What does it mean? What what did it mean to you to be a member of the Silver and Black? And I know every every day wasn't always the the best day and always shiny and rainbows and puppy dogs. But I mean, just to be a member of that fraternity that is the the Silver and Black, the Raiders. What does that mean to you? Well, neither is, you know, family life, man. Right. Growing up is never perfect either, you know what I mean? Yeah, you're always going to have some bumps in the road, and, and the people that you love the most, sometimes you're going to have arguments with. But um, it, it just, it's kind of hard to put into words and stuff. I mean, um, I guess family would be, um, you know, I, I guess the best way to, you know, surmise that. It's like... It, you you couldn't ask for better brothers, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. And you couldn't ask for a better environment. You couldn't ask for um, a, a better philosophy. You couldn't ask for, um, I mean, just leadership, you know, and, 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 and guidance, you know, coming into a situation. You, could, you can't ask for that, you know. I mean, I was surrounded by all that. And then just the, you know, the, the quality of guys and the... the um, the, the the grind that they brought, you know, the fact that I know that on Sunday, you know, it mattered to them, you know, so much, man. It mattered to them so much. They were going to get the job done. And when you get a bunch of guys like that together who, you know, who love each other, who fight for each other and um, and, 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 and want to win for each other, I mean, you're going to establish memories for a lifetime, and that's what I did. 
Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love it. We're talking right now with Marcus Allen, the Hall of Famer here on Raider Nation Radio 920 in the huddle. And, uh, you know, you, you mentioned family a few times, and I wanted to point out this. I saw this note earlier today that your brother, uh, your brother Damon, uh, he's he's from the uh, Canada Football. He's in the Canada Football Hall of Fame, but he's going to be working with the Raiders, their coaching staff this month as part of the Bill Walsh Diversity Coaching Fellowship Program. How cool is that for him to be involved with the Raiders this month as well? Well, I think it's uh, <laughs> I think it's a natural. I, I really do. Damon has a lot to bring to the table. Obviously, he he played the game for 24 years, and he played the quarterback position, and he had tremendous success up in Canada. You know, he's over I don't know 70 something thousand yards passing, 11 thousand yards rushing, or something like some crazy number. Um, you know, he's he's seen it all. He's you know he's done it all and stuff. And I think. Uh, We've often talked about, you know, you're rich by what you give and you're poor by what you keep. And obviously knowledge, you know, spreading the knowledge would be one of the greatest gifts that you can give to someone and stuff. So he, he's a smart guy. Uh, he uh, articulates things well. He, um, I think he has the, you know, the ability to sort of to help kids, you know, really sort of visualize and, and really sort of transcend the, the game, uh, and that's what we're hoping for. Yeah, no, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I saw that note, and I thought, oh, man, perfect timing. Going to be talking to Marcus this afternoon, be able to ask him about his brother as well, and I think that that's really cool that, you know, you've got what you got going on, and he's got what he's got going on, and just able to stay close to the game of football, but at the same time, you know, be able to watch it from the distance as well. And so, uh, Marcus, we definitely appreciate the time this afternoon. Uh, again, it's the Battle for Vegas going on this Saturday at uh, at Las Vegas uh, Ballpark. Let everyone know why they need to come out and enjoy this event well you get to see some of your favorite athletes uh and both the uh the, ho- the hockey uh players and your your favorite football players and it's just going to be great for the community i mean obviously you know each team is trying to win but who really wins is the community you guys are going to enjoy this it's going to be fantastic you're going to meet some of your favorite players on both sides get autographs uh and enjoy a spirited uh, game out there. Yeah, absolutely. And, Marcus, before I let you go, I, I know that you're a clutch guy. I know that you've always been clutch from that great run in the Super Bowl where you go one way, you turn around, coaches on the sideline probably yelling, no, 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 yes, 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 <laughs> and then you score a touchdown. You got you got the clutch genes in you. I want to see if you can hook me up with a really cool little drop for the radio station. Give me your best. Hey, Raider Nation, this is Hall of Famer Marcus Allen, and you're listening to Raider Nation Radio 920. <laughs> hey, hey Raider Nation, this is Marcus Allison. You listen to Radio Station 920? Say Raider Nation Radio 920. Raider Nation Radio Station 920. That's a mouthful, but listen <laughs> to everybody out there. <laughs> That's We're going to win this year. That's all I'm going to say. We're going to win this year. There you go. There you go. Well, Marcus, we definitely appreciate your time. Thank you for calling in, and uh, we'll see you on Saturday. God bless. Thank you very much. Absolutely. There he goes. Marcus Allen, the Hall of Famer, the HOFer, uh, really good dude right there. Uh, lots of good stuff. Got, I could have talked to Marcus for another 15, 20 minutes. I really could have, but I wanted to respect his time. But, man, I could have talked to him for another 15, 20 minutes, no doubt about it. How, how about that, uh, Damon? How about, how about that uh, conversation with Marcus? Oh, that was great. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. A lot of good stuff. Now, with that being said, and I don't want to move away from that interview with Marcus Allen, but There is breaking Raiders news about the front office of the Raiders, about the, how would you put it, Damon? How would you put the, I guess front office is the best way to put it? Yeah, this is the front office. The upper, the upper, upper management parts of the, the, the office? Yes, this is basically. About as high as you get, right? It's about as high as you get. We'll come back with that breaking news. This is Raider Nation Radio, 920.
You're listening to Raider Nation Radio 920 AM. Now, back to your host, Vinny Bonsignor. For joining us in the last segment to talk all things the Battle for Vegas charity softball event going on on Saturday. We all know training camp's right around the corner. 27th players report to the facility right there in Henderson. I'll be there tomorrow for a, a little while, hanging out and chopping it up with the powers to be. And one of the powers to be that I will not be chopping it up with, as we just found out by a, a release that the Raiders sent over. Shout out to Will for uh, sending this over by way of email. So a statement from the Raiders owner, Mark Davis. Today I have accepted Mark Bedane's resignation as president of the Las Vegas Raiders. Mark has been an integral part of the Raider family for 30 years, rising from a training camp driver to president of the entire organization. His efforts in helping to build the most magnificent stadium in the sports and entertainment capital of the world will never be forgotten. I wish Mark, his wife, Amy, daughter, Allie, and sons, Bernie and Zach, all the best in whatever the future holds. Once a Raider, always a Raider. Signed, Mark Davis. Uh, Dan Ventrill will assume the role of president of the Raiders on an interim basis. But how about that? How about that breaking news? I used to on my other radio station in Central Texas used to be angry all the time because I never got breaking news on the show. I mean, I wasn't really angry. <laughs> Someone might take that as like I'm serious. I just always wanted to get breaking news. Well, this is, I mean, this is about as... Big news you can get. Huge news right here. Mark Bedane, I just talked to him last week at Allegiant Stadium. One of the first interviews I did here in Vegas was with President Mark Bedane at Allegiant Stadium. We just played it on the show, what, Tuesday last week? Thursday last week, as a matter of fact. And now he has resigned. After 30 years with the organization, DeMond, that's a big, big deal. It is, and then when you just put it in perspective by saying, yeah, just last week at the um, small business event, it's like, yo, you did talk to him. Yeah. He was there yeah. representing the team. No, he was absolutely in a major way, and he should be there you know, representing the team because, again, like like Mark Davis said uh, in, in a really well-worded statement, he's been a major, major factor, major uh, integral part of the Raider family for 30 years and a major player in helping get Allegiant Stadium here in Las Vegas. That's big. That's big. And I don't want to, I've, I've reached out, sent a couple text messages to a couple folks here and there and see if we can get maybe a few more details of what maybe has spurred this on. I'm not going to speculate. That's reckless and that's not my job. I won't do that. But wow, very, very interesting. Team reports on the 27th. Kirby Wilson, running back coach, retired last week, at the end of last week. That's a big, that's a big blow in my opinion. And now the president of the Raiders, Mark Bidet. It's not every day that the president decides to resign. It really isn't. It's, it's such a coveted job that who would want to give up a position like that? I mean, really. And but, I know it's a grind. I mean, the, the higher you go up on the food chain, the, hard, the harder the grind is. But anytime someone says 30 years of anything, right. I'm like, well, maybe he just wanted to, he just needed to rest. I mean, yeah. Sometimes I mean, 30, 30 years, that's a long time. It could be as simple as just, <laughs> hey, it was time. Yeah. 30 years. You know, that's why that's why I won't speculate. Yeah, of course. Because some folks would go out there and say, oh, well, this is going on and this is happening. And then I'll, I'll wait. I'm not the guy that's got to be first. I just want to make sure I'm correct. That's all. Coming up at, uh, at 5 o'clock, we'll talk with Sam Gordon from the Las Vegas Review Journal. We'll ask him his thoughts on this. You know, we're going to talk some Olympics with him. We're going to talk some uh, Las Vegas Aces with him. Talk about the women and, and men's basketball teams going to Tokyo, how COVID is affecting the Olympics, but 
I think we got to pivot from uh, our original conversation with him. We got to ask him this off top, right? I mean, this is kind of a big deal. This is the news. It really is. And that's how we operate around here. I mean, Marcus Allen to big news on Mark Bedane to kicking off hour number two with Sam Gordon. And we'll get his thoughts on this. So uh, we'll do all that next Raider Nation. We'd love to hear your thoughts as well. But save them to about 7, uh, seven about 515. It'd be 715 if I was in Central Texas still. I'm still on Texas time once in a while. Every once in a while, Damon, and I know this sounds very old man to me, it'll get around 10 o'clock tonight or at night here, and I'll tell the wife, man, it's midnight in Texas right now. I sure am tired. <laughs> I know it sounds very old man to me. I don't oh, like, care. That's got nothing to do. Like, I don't care. That's fine. I'll, be, I'll, I'll own that. I have no problem. I'm not the guy that's got to be in the club the longest. I got to be the guy who's the most effective while I'm in the club. You know what I mean? A lot of these young cats, they like to run the club all damn night, all morning long. I don't need to be that guy. Just know that for the time that I'm there, I'm going to be the man. Once I leave, you can take my role. Simple as that. It's not about the, the quantity. It's about the quality. You can learn that, young man. You'll learn that. DeMond shaking his head saying, man, you're an old, old dude. 4.57 is the time. Come When we come back, we're going to kick off hour number two of In the Huddle. We'll be talking with Sam Gordon. From the Las Vegas Review-Journal, this is Raider Nation Radio 920.